Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery, my lovely wife and founders of Living Stones International and your host of the Stone Builders Hour. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome podcast and radio family. And we're welcoming those in the U.S., China, and the rest of the world. We bring you great tidings in the Lord and His Holy Word, our Bible. The Bible. Today, we'll continue our series on deliverance, but we're going to give it a new twist. The impact of spiritual strongholds on marriages. Mm. And guess what? On April 19th, Pastor and I are officially celebrating our 50th, you heard it right, 50 years, 50th wedding anniversary. <laughs> That's God. right. 8 our lives changed forever with a marriage vow we've been able to keep through his grace and mercy not our own yes because we need him very we need him continually yes. daily even this morning yes you know by the hour by the minute you know we bow down in all of the almighty and he's the glue that yes. keeps us together for 50 years yes. and we welcome to you to celebrate with us because it's a miracle and we're always called dinosaurs yes and you know what? For the first time ever, I'm proud to be a dinosaur, you know, because even our bones are still around, even though it's been millions of or how many thousands of years ago, we're still here. Amen. And I just thank you, JC, for saying yes. <laughs> thank you for saying yes, because I was so nervous on that day. I left the church and walked away. And I know people were looking for me. Yes, they were, because I sent out his uh, best man. How could you let him walk out? (laughs) (laughs) I was so nervous and scared. But after the end, I just said, well, we'll give him five. Let him find himself. He'll come back. She was a Proverbs 31 10 woman then. All right. Didn't even say yes yet. But you know what? I'm so thankful for my parents and my grandparents that I grew up in the church. And while I was walking away, remember I'm walking away, I remembered 2 Timothy 1.6, for God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mm. Praise God. JC then, as now, was an awesome woman. She was my girl from Ipanema. You know that song? Tall and tan and young and lovely. The girl from Glen Hazel goes walking. And when she passes, each one she passes says, Ah. Uh. <laughs> so today we celebrate 50 years commitment with the Almighty as our partner, along with the blessing of four children who are awesome and eight grandchildren. That are even more awesome. (laughs) Praise God what a life God has given us by staying together. And memories that we have created and history that's being passed down and around. So today... You know, many marriages fail because they didn't listen to Jehovah's small, quiet voice. 
That's why I'm so thankful for that small, quiet voice while I was walking around and God spoke to me that I returned to the church. Oh, boy. Instead of listening to all the voices around me, we disrupted Deceiver's goal yes. to disrupt, disrupt our marriage. And we're just so thankful that we are here to witness that you can have it too. Yes, you can. And, you know, it's a major thing when you look back. I, I look at 1972 as though it just happened yesterday. Yeah. And here we are these many years later. But, you know, we're, we're in a dilemma here in the U.S. Marriages have fallen by almost 60 percent. Wow and are currently at its lowest point in history. Let me put that in real terms. For every 10 people that get married, six are getting divorced. No way. That's, Only that's, four are remaining. And then that's not including those that go on to have second and sometimes third and sometimes fourth marriages. So we need to be aware of the deceiver's stronghold on marriages. His goal is always to disrupt marriage. Yes, and, it is. And he's encouraging people to live together. Yes. Instead of taking a vow together. And that's the point because we're not shoes. We're not clothes. You don't shop. And then if you don't like it, you just toss it aside. That's what the uh, instant society believes in. But the deceiver looks at when we look at 2021 of the U.S. Census, we have 11 million single parent families. That means there are a number of children under the age of 18 that are growing up in a single family household. We're talking about nearly 80 percent. Oh, my God, we need you. So of all single parents' families in the U.S., single mothers make up the majority, and about four out of ten children were born to unwed mothers. You know, and a lot of people are saying, well, what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. Yes, it does, because we see the end result of our ministry, of what happens when parents uh, aren't, even if they're not married, if they're not involved, both aren't involved in the life of the child. Children end up going to prison. Uh, they can they act up. They they get into drugs. So you know we need to really start thinking about are we when we have children are we serious enough to have children? Right. You know uh, right. there's no tryout. This is the real deal, and you will be held accountable for your lack of or over parenting skills god's looking so what are these enemies they can be a number of things but generals generally speaking a marriage enemy is anything that helps to fuel conflict and trust me it can happen in an instant it can happen when you stirring up the oatmeal for breakfast <laughs> in the morning and he doesn't like you how you stirring it that could right. fuel conflict that's right it could be jealousy because sometimes a lot of times men and women were will assume certain things instead of just asking that's one thing i have to worry about my husband he just tells it all so if i'm thinking about something or curious about something more than likely he's already addressed it but if he hasn't i'm gonna ask him praise god i mean you have to be able to be there to 
look at each other in the eye and say, is this happening? Is this not happening? What are your feelings? What do you, what do we need to do to move to the next level? And then because that can, if we don't do that, that diminishes our trust. A lot of reasons behind jealousy is couples measuring up with the person next door across the street. Yeah. And the images that we receive through audio and visual and the, the internet and that's what I want my wife to be like or my, right. you know, but that's not real. It's not. And that's what we're always that's trying. Pornography. To, that's not real. Yeah. We're always. Oh, I guess it is real. No, but. it's real, but it's not what real people yes. are about. What happens after you. Yes. Done? Right. After one or two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We are the Stone Builders Hour. Praise we God. We want to come and tell you the truth. We yeah. tell you the truth as it is. And it creates insecurity and isolation and indifference. And when you're isolated, you don't think about other people. You don't, you're only thinking about yourself. Yeah, too much. You know, based on our marriage coaching, matter of fact, it's been 15 years that Living Stone started and we began as a marriage ministry. Yep. And, uh, and so we started to do coaching where we would do workshops and seminars and also set up appointments for those who were married that needed a tune-up and those who wanted to get married through premarital coaching and uh, to, to help them out uh, so they can get ready. And boy, I can say, so if we had like 10 couples who attended our premarital coaching uh, sessions, uh uh, what about, I would say about uh, about six did not go through with their marriage. Right. It was high because people made assumptions when they're coming that the other person or even themselves are ready. And sometimes mm-hmm. you're just not plain ready. Yeah. And we just help you bring out the truth because the truth shall set you free. And I tell you, we found out through those years that what destroys marriages comes down to about four habits that couples, they fall into. And the main one is the lack of honesty. Mm. You know, often when you think of honesty, Notably, honesty in marital relationships, we think of a very tangible thing. Something like, where were you last night? Because you didn't come in like you're supposed to come in. But not only that, even the basic thing, like finances. Mm. Couples don't talk about their finances. Or if they know about their finances, it's very limited. So, because you, I mean, to be honest, you truthful, you should know credit history. Right. Some folks didn't even know about right. their, credit, their own credit right. history. Right. You should know whether you can afford certain things or not, because this is all what you're going to be building upon. So, that little bit of commu- lack of communication creates a, a real blank in some relationships because you you're thinking that you know everything and know everything is just not about sex it's just not about how you look it's just not about the things you have it's the real intangible things even discussing if you're gonna have children or not yes and a lot of Thank God we had uh, Mary. Matter of fact, uh, we're in Durant, Oklahoma. And if you go to www.welivingstones.org, uh, you can go ahead and see the website and maybe seek out an appointment so we can help you. Or even maybe we should look at Facebook or Zoom. 
preach. Yes, because start running. Is so important, and it's honest. It's easy for me to be honest because I can't keep track of the lies. How know? about that? <laughs> so it's best just to be be upfront. And the other thing is the lack of intimacy. JC just said earlier, you know, sex and intimacy are two different yes they are yes they are you know you can have sex in a minute but is there love sex is god created sex between a man and a woman for intimacy because so you can become one flesh you're into her and she's into you as one flesh connected there's a i was trying to find i had i thought i had a verse on that because we talk about that a lot but sometimes people won't look at what's truly believed about sex because the marriage bed is undefiled. That means sex is made for the marriage bed. If you're having it outside the marriage bed, it creates other situations. Yeah, and most true. times, especially when it creates children. Then now we have we brought in another entity, another being into the equation that had nothing to do with mm. the two of you. So you need to get it together. I have to. And the other thing is uh, we can go on and on yeah. about this here, but the other is uh, devaluing uh, your relationship. Yep. You know, spouses sometimes don't value their relationship and invest in the relationship. Your marriage or relationship, and I'm so thankful, it's an investment. Yes, it is. Of time and energy and family. I know one thing, I value uh, JC so much because she's been with me on my very high and also at my very low, and she's still here. Praise How about God. that? <laughs> <laughs> she's still here with a with with a, somebody like me so and i just thank oh. god that she's she knew me from before and where i'm at now so she's been a witness in, a, in my strength it is hebrews it's hebrews 13 4 and it says marriage is honorable among all mm. and the bed undefiled but fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. So he intended for mar- for sex to be in marriage, not the other way around. Mm. So sometimes we uh, look at things, and when it continues on in five, it says, let your conduct, listen, be without covetedness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself had said, I will neither leave you nor forsake you. Mm. So what do we say to that in six? The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And sometimes I think we forget about those things because we think we have it all together. But we really don't. Without God's help, we don't have crap together. Well, I think, Pastor, we're going to take a quick break. Let me just say that that last uh, habit was uh, power and control. All right. And you just kind of hit on that is like when when you lose your power and the power of the Holy Spirit within you, then you lose control of your marriage and relationship. 
And when we come back, we're going to talk about how is it that we have worked together this long and, and been married this long? I think it's important for for us to give not the answer, but to give you how our situation was. Praise so God. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Our family values are under attack. As a husband and father, family is very important to me. I can get the word by listening to the Stone Builders Hour on my favorite podcast, iHeartRadio. You can check them out on other podcasts like Spotify and SoundCloud. As a man of faith, the word is very important to me. And I can get the truth from Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Check them out on the Stone Builders Hour. As a creative businesswoman, I grew up in the church. As I have gone through many challenges, God was the most important thing to me. Pastor Gary and Elder JC's ministry has been a blessing to me. You can receive a blessing too by listening to them on the Stone Builders Hour. I listen on Wave 94.1 FM every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can also get the good news on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast. Check them out. Greetings. This is Pastor Gary Montgomery, founder of Living Stones International and host of the Stone Builders Hour. Please join me and my lovely wife, Josephine, as we celebrate 50 years of marriage. That's right, 50 years. Become a Stone Builders partner and sow a $50 blessing to support the weekly show in honor of our marriage. Praise God. You can do so by visiting our website, welivingstones.org, and clicking the donate button. Or you know what? Call at 580-634-5896. Remember, your gift is tax deductible. God bless you all. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. And I love the fact that 
uh, uh, Cheryl, who did the our, our first little interlude, talked about how God is there for us. And that's the one thing we keep forgetting. So we're coming back to tell you, how is it that Pastor and I have worked together and been married for as long as we have? How do you fight this spiritual warfare in your marriage? And we always talk about we need to be tuned into our Bibles because with our Bibles, we do it through prayer and supplications. Oh, thank you, Lord. Without ever giving up, without ever fearing the situation that we're in. So here's a few things on how to strengthen and save your marriage through prayer. And I think I, one reason why we were able to work together and stay married is because we really understood our roles. And our role was is that uh, in our business, I would always uh, go out and get the business, start the business. And we had a, a business where we had to go on site and install equipment at various transit authorities around the country. So JC was always had to take care of everything. She was the foundation, the rock. Everything had to go through her purchase orders, uh, payroll, uh, corporate insurances and and quality control. Everything that we needed for documentation between the end user and our customers. She was there. So there was many times where sometimes I was on the road or or running projects, sometimes two months, three months that I could be gone. So I didn't get a chance to stay uh uh, get on our nerves too much. Yeah, well, <laughs> part of that when you said roles, um, we knew, uh, I knew that Pastor was the head. He was out doing all the glad handling. He was also the one making all the commitments. I was the one, uh, I felt like I was in the uh, the, the back <laughs> office making, churning everything out, making sure everything was working because without the churning, the glad handling would go away. We wouldn't be getting more business. Right. So that's part of what we are doing whenever we're in marriage. You have to decide that the husband is the head of the household. And women, I know sometimes that grates on the on our nerve because we believe that we can contribute, but we can because we are the helpmeet. You know, there is a head, you know that women, but there also is a neck. It's your your opportunity to either sway him left or right, or he looks straight ahead. So if you're not doing your job as the neck, then that means he can turn his head like the exorcist and start <laughs> acting up uh, and being all crazy out. I know I could not have done what we have done together uh, without you because uh, there's no one who I trusted. Right, and uh, that's more than the key. You, especially with the money. Yes. As the money comes in and money goes out and and uh, you need someone that you can trust. Yep, especially when it comes to the M cash. <laughs> cash is king. But when we talk about strengthening and saving our marriage uh, through prayer, uh, one of the verses, Luke 11, 1, talks about uh, the disciples were out with Yeshua, and they asked him, how do we pray? Hmm. And you know, as a result of that, we came up with the Lord's Prayer. But that prayer was to be not rigid or a ritual. It was supposed to give us the opportunity to do what we needed to do. 
And the same thing, and I talked about Hebrews 13, 4, just having that constitution, being able to stay on track. So when we're in prayer, we pray for focus on God in our marriage yeah. because we're like a triangle. God is at the head of that triangle. And as we pray to God, we'll come closer together. We need to pray to be equally yoked because I'm, you know, I hate to say it, but sometimes we end up marrying people that we know we shouldn't be really married to because we just want to be married. Well, I was blessed to have uh, to be married to you. That's why I turned around from that walking around. I left a, a awesome woman who had an undergraduate degree in math and biology and has a master's of business uh, degree. So she, you know, so uh, she's not only smart, but I feel unequally yoked. <laughs> yeah, because you know how to write better than me. <laughs> uh, but the thing that Pastor has is he has that ability. People love him. People who meet him the for the first time, mm. he has that instant connection. So that is a, an asset for him that helps me in terms of meeting people. So we got to pray, not yeah. about it being equally yoked, but we got to pray against temptation. Yeah. We got to pray for patience. I know we, we try not to pray no for patience. patience. <laughs> I don't want but, no patience. Because patience is one of those things that you don't think about, but God, you know have we have waiting. to do. Yeah. yeah, he sure will until you, until you act right. And then we need to pray for perseverance. Oh, yes. And one of the things in 2 Peter 1, and you can go back and read it, 2 Peter 1 1 through 11 it outlines all the things that we request in terms of our marriage grace and peace but the very reason we pray for all that is so that we can add faith Mm. to our marriage faith virtue knowledge self-control perseverance and i think you had a prayer for perseverance because we need to know that we can sustain ourselves in every situation even through trials because what god gives us new grace new mercy each and every day yes indeed praise god you know there's also if you have children, you got to yeah. pray over over your children. Not pray with your, them. Yes. Lead them up in the way they should go. That's, that's a good parent there. And also pray against conflict. Yes. You know, because there's, I tell you, there's conflict that's coming left and right and out of the clear blue sky. And But then there's also a prayer for a heart for service. Yes. In Psalms 9-9, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed and a stronghold in times of trouble. And in Psalms 18-2, the Lord is my rock, yes. my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He's my shield and the horn of my salvation and my stronghold. I cast all strongholds off of my marriage, off of my children, off of my friends and my neighbors because I bow down in all of him. Because he is the one that is in control. And, you know, over the years of our marriage coaching, many have asked, how do I let God fight for my marriage? The biggest thing we just said Praying to him and asking for very specific blessings you need, not, 
Oh, Lord, I need help. Lord, I need help in paying my mortgage. Lord, I need help in staying on my job. Lord, I need that raise to come about from my Mm. boss. You need to open up his heart. So you pour your heart out to him and let him know you are dedicated to making your marriage work. Yes. And how many of you pray for your spouse? Mm. Mm. Even when times are difficult, you need to pray for your spouse. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the things I, I had a friend of mine, and I know we're running a little bit into time, but I had a friend of mine, we used to share with each other how we got our husbands, not necessarily to do what we wanted, but to give them an incentive. And we would put prayers like in their shoes, in oh, their pockets, yeah. and she apparently made him lunch. She would put it in there. And we both had to laugh because she was in New Orleans and I was in Pennsylvania at the time, and but we met in Pensacola, Florida. So ladies, your husbands, they might find that piece of paper and go, oh, that woman, she, and throw it down <laughs> and everything. But at some point in time, it's going to eat through them and they're going to pick up that paper. They're going to look forward to finding that piece I of paper. I tell you, I would have uh, <laughs> prayers, little prayer things in my in my pocket, I would find it in uh, my work clothes. Uh, mm-hmm. I would find it in my toolbox. You know, I would find these prayers or scriptures and, uh, and then little you know, smiley faces and love things. And, and, uh, and, and uh, I tell you over time, it really it does helps. Work. It works. It yes, helps it you does. bring you to the Lord and avoid temptation, mm-hmm. avoid, uh, uh, you know, being unequally yoked and, and increase your prayer for perseverance over trouble. Cause yes. we had to persevere for separation while we were gone. Yep. Oh, God. But and and I'm not going to read all of Second Corinthians ten four through five. You can do that. Second Corinthians ten four through five. But the weapons we fight are not weapons of this world. So, Pastor, we need to stay together. Yeah. We need to not break up. So, what can you contribute? Because we're coming to the close of our show. Uh, to t- let people know how they can sustain themselves or how they can maintain themselves. Oh, well, number one, praise God, you have to want to. It's a choice. Yes. You have a choice to stay together. And uh, I'm just a lazy man. I don't want to trade in my wife because then I, I break up with her and I go with somebody else. I got to learn all her new families. I got to learn all this new stuff and everything. So, uh, so I just stay with my wife. So I'm going to just say thank you, God, for blessing me with Josephine Celeste Gamboa. Oh, uh, my love, <laughs> my, my mate who had blessed me with children and our grandchildren. So I say, dear Heavenly Father, continue to grant us the strength to hold fast to our vows. We got married. We promised to love, honor, and cherish each other as long as we both shall live. And I'm now in my 70s. And I say thank you. Yes, Because 50 years ago, it was a blessing. So we asked you, Holy God, teach us to continue to love the way that we should with patience and kindness, forgiveness and grace. And I say that in the mighty name of Yeshua. Yes, and that's amen. And ladies, that means you need to pray as fervently as your husbands pray. Amen. We'll see you next week or hear you next week. (laughs) Praise God. God bless you all.